What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Giant Voices Podcast. In this episode, this is a YouTube video where I answer the question, how do you market podcasts? How have you been able to work with Fortune 500 media companies, celebrities, athletes, tech billionaires, you name it? And then also, how do you help somebody that's just getting started, somebody that isn't a celebrity, that doesn't have an audience? So in this episode, we talk about our exact strategy on how we've built some of the biggest podcast audiences in the world. I hope you find it valuable or at least entertaining. If you do, please make sure to share, subscribe, review, um, leave a rating. It helps a ton, and I greatly appreciate it. And thank you again for listening. Do you ever wonder how some podcasts get thousands of new listeners and you don't? Do you wonder how people get featured in major publications? Do you ever wonder how Instagram videos go viral? Welcome to the Giant Voices Podcast, hosted by Carson Jones. Every week, we bring you the biggest names in podcasting, marketing, and public relations to help you break through the noise and take your brand to the next level. Oh, and we like to mix in the uncomfortable topics like mental health, anxiety, and the internal battles that keep us from growing. Now, let's get to the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the uh, Giant Voices YouTube channel. My name is Carson Jones, founder of Giant Voices. And today, I actually want to walk you guys through how we market podcasts and how we created some of the biggest podcasts in the world. We've taken shows from zero listeners to 50,000 and beyond and built some uh, some very substantial, substantial audiences, worked with everybody, Fortune 500 companies, athletes, celebrities, tech star, like everybody you can imagine we've been able to expand. So it's not just for celebrities, it's not just for big names though, we've also helped people start from scratch that had a very small brand and helped them grow. And here is a bit about our strategy and I'll try to get in depth because I know a lot of people ask. So first thing that we do, anytime we bring somebody on, we have to build an initial initial audience, whether they have listeners already or whether they don't, you know, we, we want to help them get more. So if they have none, we want to get them an established listener base if they have a lot, we want to add on to that before we start our other stuff. So first thing we do is we start with our listener base. We have an internal listener base that reaches close to 100,000 people that are avid podcast fans. So these people have signed up to you know get introduced to new podcasts, have a chance to win prizes, different activations that we do with our listeners that have helped us really develop an audience that is very, very valuable for podcasters. So the first thing we do is help is market directly to them. And it kind of creates a ripple effect for everything else that we do. Number two, so with that initial listener base, we have really learned and understand the Apple Podcast algorithm. You'll hear me talk about Apple more than any other platform because still 70% of people are still listening on Apple Podcasts. Unless you're, you know, betting against the iPhone in the near future, you you should be focusing on Apple Podcasts. Like, would you rather chase the other 30% on every other platform or would you rather try to dominate and rather try to get the most exposure where 70% people, percent of people are already listening? So we focus on Apple. The, the nice thing about that is that for doing this for so long, we, we understand, you know, the Apple podcast algorithm and it's all based on new downloads and new subscribers. You know, you'll see a lot of people that talk about how ratings, reviews, you know, all this different stuff helps you chart higher. They don't know what they're talking about. That's not true. It all comes down to new downloads, new subscribers. So the nice thing about that is, sure, there are 100,000 listener bases, a bit of a general network. But when you start charting on the charts, you're, you're going to start getting those targeted listeners and that increased exposure. So if you're in the business category you know, and you're charting in the top 50 on in that business category, people that are coming to find shows there... Are, uh, are, are avid listeners, uh, they're, they're looking for business information. So if your show fills that void, or they're looking for real estate, finance, whatever it may be, 
if you fill that void, you're going to get that listener, and that's going to be a targeted listener. So it's very, very important. Ratings and reviews. So while they're not going to help you chart on Apple, they are very, very valuable. They're valuable for social credibility. And it all comes down to you know knowing where you're at, like when they come see your show. So if somebody comes to, to your show and they, they see nobody's, nobody's left a review, you got no reviews, you got no ratings, nobody's said anything about the show, they're going to wonder why should they listen if nobody else is listening. Whereas if you if they come to your show and you've got 200 reviews, you've got a bunch of people saying this is a great show, I found this very informational, you know, edu- educational, entertaining, whatever it may be, people love to see feedback because podcasts do take time. You know, while the great thing about a podcast is you can listen to it while you're doing other stuff, whether it's driving, you know, working out, whatever that may be, it is a big commitment because your shows are probably going to be, you know, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour long. That's still a commitment of time where they, they're either going to listen to your show or somebody else's. So by having that social credibility of having ratings and reviews, you're, you're going to get that person over the, the podcast that doesn't. We help people get a ton of ratings and reviews, help establish that social credibility. Next thing is guest appearances. So you can do this on your own. We can do it for you. We have a network that reaches close to 500 podcasts that we've worked with, either booking, marketing for, or have a relationship with. Guest appearances are the best way to expand your audience, and you can do that on your own. It takes a lot of work. You have to do a lot of outreach, but if you can get in front of an audience that's niche. So for example, let's say uh, I keep going back to real estate. Real estate's been a, you know, a, a great niche for us because these real estate people understand the value of marketing and getting in front of a new audience. So if you can get on a real estate podcast, let's say, for example, Bigger Pockets, everybody understands that brand. They've got 15,000, 10, 15,000 listeners that are all real estate fanatics. And you can get on that show and speak directly to that audience. That's incredibly valuable because that's 10 to 15,000 people are, are people that are qualified or interested in what you do, whether you're selling events, trying to sell your book, trying to sell yourself, whatever that may be. Podcast audiences are very niche. That's what makes them valuable to advertisers. That's what makes it valuable for you as well. The other part of that too is getting the, the social credibility of it. So when you go on a show with an established host that has an established audience, you're already gaining that trust of that audience. If, if they trust that host and they're already subscribed to do so, it means they trust the host. So if that host trusts you, they're automatically going to trust you. So you get that initial credibility of aligning with that host. You also, like I said, get to speak to that audience. When the episode goes live, the host is going to share that episode. So he's got an established audience. He's going to push it out to them. It allows you to network. It gives you instant credibility, alignment with that brand and that podcast. There's nothing better that you can do for your brand and your podcast than to appear as a guest on other podcasts. So very, very important. Number five, SEO and search. People don't understand that, and I talked about this in my last video, the podcast directories are search engines. So let's go Let's go over here for a minute. Uh, we've covered a couple of these already, but I want to cover the other ones. So before we understand how to market podcasts, we want to talk about how people find podcasts. So the first is direct search, name and show. So if you have a brand name, if you if people know the name of your show from you know social media, they can search it directly. That's great. Those are the people you're going to find first. Those are going to be your first initial fans, your power base. The new and noteworthy. So you have to get on that within the first eight weeks. If you watch my last video, we, we help people get on that by launching three episodes and then the marketing after that. But if you can launch three episodes and get some exposure, three episodes will help you get triple the downloads, triple the subscribers. That's how you launch on the new and noteworthy if possible. So 
Next to the charts and popularity, we already talked about that with the new listeners. By getting new dials, new subscribers, you can hit the charts. Just a second on that, too, because I know this is a topic that a lot of people don't understand or a lot of people are curious on. New subscribers is the only thing that increases popularity in charts. So you'll see a ton of people, when they launch a podcast, they will, uh, they'll hit the charts. The reason being, they're putting all of their audience, so everybody, every, audience, every person they've ever built from YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, email lists, like they're sending their, all of their audience to that podcast right away. So that's why you see people chart, chart when they first launch a podcast because all those people are coming in with a ton of new subscribers. That's also why you see people shortly thereafter plummet out of the, out of the rankings because now they don't have any place to draw new subscribers. That's what we help with is we have a, we have a pretty large network of new subscribers. We can help people get, continue to get those new subscribers. Next is SEO and search. Now we'll go back over here. So SEO is so important because these podcast directories are search engines. If somebody doesn't know what podcasts they're looking for, they're not going to the charts. The other thing that they will do is they will type in a search bar for something they're interested in. So for example, I used this in my last video, but if you go to Apple Podcasts right now and you type in network on Instagram, you're going to find Casey Adams. The very first, the very first podcast that comes up, this is episode titled Networking on Instagram. That is so important because when you're titling your episodes, you want to, you want to title your episodes something that somebody is going to search for to find your show. So if you combine that, because ultimately SEO doesn't matter unless you also have traffic, because if you title your episodes perfectly, but nobody listens, you're not going to, you're not going to rank highly. You're not going to, you're not, your episodes are not going to be found. But if you combine searchable titles with listeners, your podcast will, will rank very highly in search. So if you're in a niche, and there are 12 topics that are very important in your niche, whether that's medical field, real estate, like whatever that may be, if you can dominate all 12 of those topics with your titles, and then you can get listeners, and you can own that search for all those keywords, you're gonna grow, and that's a lifetime value, lifetime value that uh, you're gonna be able to continue to get new listeners from that. Next thing, next way people find podcast social media. So obviously you've got your own power base, you've got the power base from when you do guest appearances, but, if you're looking for more, we have an Instagram network that reaches 250 million people. A lot of people say that. there's a ton of people on Instagram claiming they have a huge network, that they've got 100 million people, a lot of yada yada. We actually do. And if you wanted to, I'm happy to prove it anytime. But we can screen share. It's, uh, it's, it's no secret. But to give you guys an example, how to create massive virality. So if you want to go share your podcast on a major page, that's great. It's going to take, it's going to take some outreach. It's going to take some work and you can get them to share your page. What we do is a little bit different. Our network allows us to schedule posts. So we're putting out all this content. We, we're sharing all this content on multiple pages at the same time. So if all that, if we find, let's say, five niche pages, and here's an example. So we had a comedy podcast, and we shared a, con shared a, a meme on five different pages, at funnies, at goose, at peace, at funny videos, and at Netflix S. So that's five pages. Combined with those five pages, those five pages have 8.6 million followers. So we took this meme that was aligned with the comedy podcast and we put it out at 9 a.m. Eastern, the exact same time on all five of these pages. So that podcast had content that was native to those pages and got pushed out to 8.6 million people at the same time with, with their podcast, with their brand connected to it. That is a lot more effective than putting it out on one page at one time and hoping something happens. 
that is how you create virality. That's how you create shares. That's how you create a ton of attention for your brand and your podcast. It doesn't just work for podcasts. It works for a lot, a lot of other stuff, but that's, that's, a, that's for a different video. And then finally, press. So we really consider ourselves not just a podcast marketing agency, but a new age press and PR agency. So if you're doing all this stuff, the next thing you can do to help separate yourself, whether that's your brand, whether that's your podcast, is to start getting press about you. So if you can, if you can have articles on, you know, Entrepreneur.com, Forbes, Huffington Post, Chicago Tribune, Yahoo, Yahoo Finance, MSNBC, you know, all these places are places we have access to, and then we get our we get our clients featured on very consistently. If you can get your brand aligned with the biggest publications, the biggest outlets in the world, it's going to set you apart. It's going to help gain that credibility and uh, ultimately make make your podcast and your brand very successful and very powerful. The last few things. We do these as well, but uh, not our forte. If you uh, if, if you want your, your videos edited, your blogs written, very, very important. We talked about in the last episode the importance of putting your content out on YouTube um, and having a blog that's associated with it. You can do those on your own. We have a team that can do that for you too. But this is the big picture of what we do at Genetic Voices and how we market podcasts and how we use podcasts to help people build a massive brand. I hope this was valuable. If you uh, if you found this valuable at all, I would love for you to hit the subscribe button, maybe share it, tell somebody about it, tell me, tell me what you loved, what you hated, and I'll be back for the next episode. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Giant Voices Podcast. If you love the show, don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review. Also, if you have questions, message us on Instagram at Giants underscore voices or message Carson at Carson Jones.